Okay, let's focus now. Uh, and <laughs> let's discuss a couple of things, including, yes, the pay freeze and whether there's uh, some wiggle room for Labour with this because it's gone down so poorly. Uh, we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, but first, though, to talk Trevor Mallard and what happened during the week and the fact that he got a telling off. This is the Speaker of the House, got a telling off uh, from the PM. Joining us now is Shane Tapoe, political commentator. Great to have you on, Shane. Sure, guys. Great to be here. Kia G'day, Shane. So, uh, come election time, do you think Trevor's still going to be the speaker? No, I don't. I, no, I don't think he's going to be speaker. I think that um, that that was almost inevitable, um, e- even without what's what's gone over the last few weeks. Yeah, the, the, the prime minister is upset, and 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 rightfully so. More about not the sub- substance of the issue, but how he handled it, his his aggressiveness, and I think he just allowed his, his you know. His aggressiveness to um, get the better or better of him, and this is a guy really that has a history of this. You know, it wasn't that long ago he was fighting, <laughs> literally fighting with my good old mate Tohinare. So, yeah, I think I think the the, the, the speaker's stocks are well down. It's it, because in many respects, and I think National at times have 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 thought he's been doing a good job of various things. But is is the key issue that simply his temperament? doesn't lend himself to having the, the respect and to carry out with the proceedings of Parliament with any sense of decorum. I think that's part of it. But also, you know, fundamentally, this was a fight that he need not get into. The, 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 the accusations that have been made are not, have not been made against a member of Parliament. They've been made against a member of the staff. The Speaker doesn't have responsibility for, for, uh, non-parliament, for, for staff that are, are not parliamentarians. That's the role of the of the general manager of parliamentary services, and that's why I think we he, he should have left it right at the start. And look, look, look what happened has happened to date: three hundred thousand dollars worth of legal costs. You know, he said he made a very strong statement, used very strong words, had to backpedal, had to backpedal, and uh, and 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 now is saying, well, I'm, I'm, uh, I may have used the wrong term, but um, fundamentally my argument is right, and. Uh, it's just he's just created a whole mess for himself, and I'm not sure he's going to get himself out of it. I can tell you what he's not going to do. He's not going to get sacked. There's no way that Jacinda will sack him. They're too close. She's his political. Um, he is her political mentor. Uh, she will try and ride this out and 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 say to herself, this is a beltway issue that really um, uh, really doesn't uh, want to lose your votes. Okay, well, let's explain that a little bit more. So you don't think he'll be there by the next election, but you don't think Jacinda will sack him. Uh, how big a deal was it that Jacinda Ardern publicly told him off for his behaviour in the House? I think it was a huge deal, and I, I watched that. I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm a fellow of politics. I've never seen such. A, I've never seen a speaker lose control of the House like he did before. You know, um, speakers, um, by and large, they're treated as independent. By and large. Um, they're led to their own devices, but uh, he just uh, allowed it to get un- 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 out of control. And, you know, he's got to take some responsibility for that. In a way, was were her remarks, I mean, I don't want to read too much into it, but it, mm-hmm. is that sort of tone, while not, obviously, he's not, she's not going to get rid of him, is it designed to sort of make him think about his future and maybe think, look, you know, I've, I'm telling you off now, maybe this is going to give you a few months to say you're reconsidering your future? Yeah, I think it is. I, I think it is. But you, also, you have to put it in this context. The guy's been in Parliament for uh, 30 plus years. Um, he stood down from his seat. Um, 
so it's easy for him to exit. You know, there's no by-election. Uh, there'll be no by-election. He's been there 30 plus years. I'm not sure whether he's looking for a role or or will get a role, but he, it's actually quite easy for the prime minister or for himself to ease himself out. That's not difficult at all. Shane Tapo, political commentator, is with us. Shane, the government has announced it's freezing public sector pay for the next three years. Now, this is tantamount, essentially, to a cut in pay. Uh, I know someone who is a New Zealand Labour Party member, and they posted on Facebook that they... And they've been involved with the party. You know, they've worked for the party in Wellington. And they have posted on Facebook that they thought very, very carefully about quitting the Labour Party because of this. They were so angry about it. They've decided not to, but they have emailed every single MP to say that this is such a wrong decision. What was your reaction to it? Oh, I think it was I think it was the wrong decision. I think it was an own goal. I think it was absolutely unnecessary. You know, this is a cohort I would say that are probably strong supporters of Labour. Um, and 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 you know, uh, here's the reality. Here's the reality. You know, a teacher on just over sixty thousand dollars, they live in Strugglesville, particularly if they're a, um, um, particularly if they're a, a, you know a, a sole income earner. Um, I think it just hit all the wrong notes. And here's the thing that amazed me. On Friday afternoon, they announced a fair pay um, industrial relations policy. That's, and, and, and the fundamentals of that are uh, um, uh, good faith bargaining. So how, but how can the, uh, the, the, how can the government as an employer say, right, we're not going to bargain with you, but we want McDonald's, we want other employers to bargain in good faith. So it's just the timing is wrong. Yeah, it's a, is wrong. It, and you, you're right, it's really upset. It's really upset, particularly the unions. Yeah, it's a hard sell to say to the private sector, we're going to keep you honest, and yet we, we're going to ignore our own workforce. Um, yeah. What was Grant Robertson thinking, uh, really? There's a fun, quite a funny funny cartoon in the Herald where Emerson's um, got it exploding in his face, and he's saying, that's odd, it worked on paper. Um, my reaction as a layperson on the financial side of things was, I thought, is the government broke or something? What was he thinking? No, well, I... Well, I think what they're, what they're trying to articulate is that they are a party of responsi- responsibility, that they're economic responsibility, so this is uh, some way in terms of reducing debt. Uh, but I think, I think it's a really uh, uh, own goal. Um, but I'm not quite sure how they're going to be able to dial it back, but, dial it back, but I do make a prediction, dial it back, they will.